Hello, Sunny D. My business partner and I produce a podcast where we review America's favorite food and beverage brands, and we reviewed Sunny D this week. Firstly, we love your brand. We grew up on your commercials, and we just love you and the fun you stand for. Now, on to business. How's being boldly original treating you? We found that it feels like you're playing it too safe in a market that grew up loving your ads and what they represent. And it feels like your message is too watered down today. Here's an ad you could do. We open on a pack of kids who grew up drinking Sunny D today. They are roller skating to work in business and power suits, still harnessing all the coolness now that they did then. We see them weaving through traffic and they're being like, hey yeah, we're friends. Meanwhile, we see the boss getting the boardroom ready for a big meeting. The rollerblading workers flash their ID badges, and they blade into the elevator, then into the boardroom. They're all excited. They're like, hey boss, wow, so great. We're going to really pitch this hard, aren't we? And then they all slam Sunny D's. We acknowledge that this takes you away from being boldly original. But our research suggests that you do it anyway. Let us know if you like our ideas. Sincerely, the Great Samaritans. Vertical integration. Synergy. Pass the briefcase. Attention. Interest. Desire. Action. Strengths and weaknesses. Everyone turn to slide. What's your end game? What do they want that they don't know they want? Dow Jones. Welcome to Great Samaritans, the podcast where we take a deep dive into your favorite food and beverage brands. I'm Thomas Stern, joined by my co-host John Ramsey, and we're doing this podcast because it's both of our dreams to start our own food or beverage business one day, and we thought, what better way to do that than to research some of our favorite food and beverage brands? How's it going, John? It's good. It's very good, Thomas. I I love this segment of the show, but I've come to realize that I'm bad at banter i think i think i'm so <laughs> bad at it because i've been listening back to some of these episodes what am, what am i doing what's my angle you know i think we're both to blame for that for the listeners we definitely edit out 80 percent or more of the banter most of the time so <laughs> what you're getting is the cream of the crop <laughs> <laughs> and i don't think you can call it cream no 2021 baby 2021 yeah. thriving how about you how are you doing i'm uh i'm not quite thriving i'm doing well uh just watching a lot of nba i guess the uh, season is in full swing i've decided to stay in the apartment i'm living in I, I was also like looking at apartments so that's i don't know if you know that i've probably told you this but my apartment is half a block away from logan square improv i know you're close i didn't know you were that close Yes, we're on the same block, North Mozart Street. So, yeah. Uh, for any of you stalkers out there, if you're interested in... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and on that you note, I think, we introduce, I think we should introduce our guest, wonderful actor, Miles Potter. Welcome Hello. to the show. Thank you, thank you. Um, give me a second, I'm writing down your address right now. Uh, <laughs> need to be shared. Um I want to address your uh, bantering uncomfortability. It just, you know, it makes me think back to like, you know, Joe Rogan in his first, second year, he probably sounded like an idiot. You don't start out this game sounding like the masters of banter. 
you, you, you grow to it. And the fact that you guys talk about it, bring it up, and, you know, show that vulnerability and weakness to each other and to your listeners is just huge. I think at this stage, it only helps you. So I, I can't wait. I, it excites me to know that, you know, years to come, you guys are going to be, you know, the, the monsters of banter, and you're going to be what everyone compares themselves to. So that's exciting for me looking into your future. Wow. I can't wait till we can claim that. And I think you're starting off on a great foot, Miles. <laughs> great. Uh, that was Malcolm Gladwell-esque, and I loved every second of it. Malcolm Gladwell-esque. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so everyone so far has presented at least two options. You presented LaCroix as yeah. the option, which I love because it's such a great choice. Can you... Uh, or do you have any reasoning for only choosing one? Yeah, um, I didn't know that people were giving you two choices. <laughs> um, I thought about, <laughs> I mean, it was like a week or so before. I'm like, they got to know. They got to know days before so they can have it going in their mind. So I'm like, you have to decide and give it to them. Um, with now I feel bad I didn't give you guys choices. I just kind of made it. But I drink several LaCroix a day. Um, so okay. it's, it's a huge part of my life. That I'm surprised I thought about it because I don't really think about it anymore. I've just as soon as I started drinking Lacroix, couple a day, it's been like forever. So like for a couple years now, every day several Lacroix, and I think I think they kind of they are the market. They don't have the full market, but like when you think of seltzer water, you're like Lacroix's the thing. So I think I think there's so much to talk about with them when. When they are, they're like the Kleenex. They're like the Kleenex to tissues, but I don't think they're quite there yet. Which is, we'll get into that a little bit more later. But um, yeah, it's just a, it's a, been a huge part. It's a huge part of my day to day, and I don't think people talk about it enough. When it's part of, it's a huge part of our culture now, and it it deserves its time in the light. Do you, Miles, remember that moment when you flipped the switch in your brain? to uh, I need this or like I love this or I need more than two or I need more than three? Um, Why well, I, I was, I, um, yes. I know what the catalyst was. Um, I just don't know when it happened. Like all growing up into like college and everything, I was drinking like two, three, four sodas a day, like Dr. Pepper, root beer, Coke, something like that. And then it, it must have been sometime in Chicago, I, was, I realized, like, damn, this is horrible for me. All this sugar, caffeine, carbs, bullshit. Um, so it was, probably, I, it was probably like that next week, I'm like, I got I, I to gotta switch to something else. I could have just stopped altogether, but that, like, carbonation, that bite, whatever, I'm addicted to it. I have to have it. So it was like, oh, I still need that. And I think if I trick my brain enough to still get that, like carbonation fizz, um, I can do this instead and still get what I what I think I need. It was sometime it was sometime in the last three four years, um, but that was the catalyst. I don't know exactly exactly when. Dang, do you feel like it was a successful surgery? Like your brain was completely tricked by <laughs> the change from soda to Lacroix. I or. I think yeah. it's I think it's been a slow process, but now yes, 
um, now I get like, like I've had Coke maybe um, like two or three times in the past, I don't know, like six months. And every time I have it, it's just like gross because I can think about the sugar and the syrup and the caffeine and just... So, and then I go to LaCroix, I'm like, this is perfect. This is what I want. Now I just want this. So at some point in there, it's, uh, I mean, I imagine it's a big switch that takes a long time to push over. But once you do, it's like, yeah, this is what I want instead of, instead of the other thing. So yes, successful adaptation, transformation. I'm, I'm full LaCroix, full LaCroix boy. Wow. We have a nut on the pod today, Tom. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. And uh, just really quick, I want to say to maybe potential guests out there, I prefer people to only give me one option ah. because then we don't have to make the choice. <laughs> right. um, yeah, so we talk about the, your experience with it and uh, maybe just can you round that out with any other notable points throughout your journey with LaCroix up to this current moment yeah i think well when i was making the transition into full Lacroix boy i was kind of finding what my flavors were because you know they as we talked about before the podcast they have like 21 flavors um not i think that's not counting the um the mixes the skinny skinny boys um so i think i've tried i've tried most of the flavors and i only like like three like three out of the 30 some are the only ones I'll drink. And I think I, I would, I'm going to say very confidently, I think everyone has that. Maybe a different two, three, but everyone has their, their couple that they'll get. I will only get mango. Mango's number one choice. If they have mango, that's what I want. I'll get mango, pomplamoose, or lime. Everything else, I've, I'm, I have the thing up right now. I've tried limoncello. Don't like it. You can drink like half of one because it tastes like cake. And then after that, you don't want it. Key lime is bad. Watermelon is my favorite food, and in any other form is bad. Tangerine, it's too orangey. No, I I won't go through all of them, but there's three examples of like just there's a little thing that's off. So I think the journey of the journey of once you're in LaCroix, you got to find what your couple are. Now, how strong is that allegiance, Miles? If you open up, you know, you're at a party. You open up, you open up someone's fridge, and you see Lacroix. But oh no, it's watermelon. Do you take it? It's the only option. Do you take it, or do you just say, you know what? I don't need it right now. I've got some mango at home. I, in that situation, I take it. If I'm gonna be, if I'm gonna be at a party and I, I want, I want my fix. I need my carbonation fix. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna, you know, I know in my heart, I'm like, this isn't what I want. This isn't me. This isn't me. But I'm gonna take it. And I think I'm going to have a better time at that party because I have my thing. I have my addiction. I'm holding it. I got my fizz. It's there. I'm going to be a little, I'm going to be a little off the whole party, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's worth it to get, get that fix. So yes, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, I you're might not going to be, sorry. I might mention to the owner, like, Hey, <laughs> you know, if you know, look. What are your favorite Lacroix flavors? If you're just getting Lacroix, you know, maybe maybe consider mango. Hey, party what? host who invited me yeah. to their party. Hey, by the way, the fridge sucked. Yeah. Awesome. You're gonna be off at the party because you're not. You don't have the flavor you like. What does it look like when you don't have the fizz that you need? 
Uh, man, if I don't have that fizz, I can maybe go. I can go a week or two without the fizz, but I don't know. Once once it hits, it's you you gotta get it. You gotta get it. So I mean, I I spend time thinking about it because just the way just the way it bites back, it, it makes it makes your day. Like I I can't have one Lacroix. I can't have one. You gotta have several because it just. And the second sip doesn't have. It's always the first sip that has that bite. The second sip doesn't have it. It it's less and less each time. So you need you need to get that several times a day. I sound like a fucking a addict right now. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is the bite the reason? Is that the main reason you enjoy the Lacroix more so even than flavor? I don't know why. I don't know if that's the reason I enjoy Lacroix. I like these accidental rhymes. I don't know if that's the reason I enjoy Lacroix, but it's the reason I started on it, and it's the reason I drink it. So yes, maybe I think. Hmm, that's tough. If if a Lacroix had more bite. Would that be something that you're interested in? No. No. I think it's got... If there's a little snake in a LaCroix bottle and it gives you a little bite on your tongue is that going to feel good to you? I mean, I'm not going to say no to anything. I will try this and then I'll share you my opinion. say no to this. Yeah, I've never, <laughs> I've never had that experience. Until it happens, I don't want to say no to it. Um, I will say it sounds like a bad idea, but I'm going to give it a shot. Uh, I, cause I remember like Dr. Pepper was my thing before I made the switch to LaCroix boy. Um, and it was the, it was the bite of the, it was a bite of the carbonation and the taste, like the sweet of that, that made it so good. So I think when I find the flavors that I like having that bite and then the right taste afterwards is what, is what makes it. So I would say, I don't think that really answered your question, but kind of both. Well, I think my question was stupid, and I wish I didn't ask it. Uh, I disagree. I think your question was great. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I think it's a good time to uh, just give a brief overview of uh, LaCroix's history. So they they rose to prominence because people thought Perrier was snobbish, and they were the first they were the first sparkling water to image itself as an all occasion beverage. For the people, that's right. Mm -hmm. And then they were bought out by National Beverage in around 2000. And then they they were the ones who rebranded it with the colorful packaging, which is when they really started to surge. They had about 30% market share at that point. And then since then, they've uh, receded to about 13% because... Spark companies like Sparkling Ice have been very successful. They have 16% now. Coke and Pepsi both have their own versions. Coke has Sparkling Smart Water. Pepsi has Bubbly, which uh, Miles is actually drinking right now. I Curiously. am against my will, but yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess. Do you guys have any thoughts on um, their their rise and demise and uh, where where they're headed in the future? The demise has to be recent, right? Because in twenty, I, I I have the numbers for market share in twenty seventeen, and they were at ninety, I think ninety two dollars a share, which was like a huge increase from seventeen dollars a share it back in two thousand before they did like their whole rebrand. So they were crushing, I thought, until maybe recently. Is that what it's sounding like? Are they having a little regression period? 
Yes. The the regression is in the last couple of years, mostly due to just more players coming into the arena. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean that. Yeah, that regression surprised me so much because. Is it the it's the mark the market you're talking about is just like just sparkling water, not beverage total? Yeah, sparkling Man. water. Because yeah, that regression surprises me because, uh, like I said earlier, I feel like Lacroix is like Kleenex to tissue. Like that's at least in in my maybe unconnected culture culture hive mind, Lacroix is is the sparkling water. Yeah, so I'm I'm also surprised. So we'll we'll maybe get into how they can address that later. I think one thing that uh, Lacroix has taught us as a business is the value of social media influencer marketing, which they've pioneered. Um, so they respond to every single mention in social media, and they're good at picking the users that visually align with them and reposting their stuff and they you know they don't i don't see any ads i don't think they do tv spots or any traditional marketing and and they've just kind of uh rode that wave i wonder if that's i wonder how awesome that is thomas because part of me is thinking maybe it wouldn't be a bad idea for them to spend a little more of their money on ad revenue but if they do that, they're kind of sacrificing their image a little bit by being this kind of cool social media-involved company. So as soon as they separate from that to try to get more people to drink it, maybe the total opposite effect. It kind of sounds like a catch-22 to me, yeah. right now at least. Well, I think if they... I mean, what, what did we... What did I say, I guess, a minute ago of like, their, their image has always been like sparkling water for the people. So I think if they, I mean, they set that when in like 2005, 2000, you said something. So if they figure out like, yeah. okay, we're, if we still want to be that, what does that look like in 2020? Maybe let's not, not change our values, but reconfigure it. So it's sparkling water for the people of 2020. So maybe lean in harder instead of a rebrand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you're on to something. Um, I looked at their website and I want to mention that for a brand that is considered cool, their website is super uncool. Did you guys go to it? Yeah. So not only is it poorly designed functionality wise, uh, the information on their, their carriers is outdated. A lot of the text is just too small and not there's not a lot of nice contrast on it it's hard to read and then the imagery just feels fake it feels too clean and kind of sterile and yeah i'm a little displeased with the website what do you guys think about it yeah i mean your website i mean i know Lacroix is in stores so they're not worried about their website being a place where people to go to get it but I mean, the purpose of having a website is to drive traffic to it so people do things there. I mean, they have a shop button here and it says where to buy. I would almost want them to get rid of that where to buy and be like, hey, if you're on the website, this is where you do business with us. So yeah. I, I also have to say, John, you go, sorry. <laughs> oh, 
I, just like looking at the font color on the where to buy for some, it, 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 it's so hard to even see for some reason because they have like a light font on a light background. But I get that it's like their color, but sorry, I just wanted to jump in to say that, that I don't love that for the yeah. company. My thought with a business is wherever you see us, that's where we can do business with you. So, I mean, if I'm, I don't imagine ever, anyone ever goes to their website unless they're like a business. So I would change this website maybe to be more, more for the, for businesses. Like, Hey, how can we get you a bunch of LaCroix to help your business grow? Let's give you a bunch of value to help. Yeah. To help you. So I think this seems very customer focused, uh, not customer, but like, what am I trying to say? Like people focused, which is great. Yes. But I don't, those aren't the people that are coming to your website. Yeah, just focus on the B2B yeah. rather than the B2C. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I also want to point out that you can buy their 24 packs for $26 on the website, whereas at my Walgreens, the six packs are $3.5. And I'm no mathematician, but I know that there's something going on. There's a little inconsistency yeah. there. It doesn't make any sense. No. Unless they are already, they're already trying to hit business to business. And that's why they're maybe upselling the in bulk purchases because the people who have the funds to spend on that for the bulk price, perhaps. Is there anything there? Yeah, they could. Every, anyone who's buying off the website, they try to pitch to be a retailer. Ooh. Or like if you are going to the website whether you're whether you're a C or you're a B. Um, if you're going in as a C, you'd be like, hey, do you want to be a B? I mean, we can get you a bunch of LaCroix. You can go home to home. That's how you, you get new businesses starting. We're not giving you LaCroix. We're helping you start a business. So maybe yes. that's a new angle they take where, like, if we're going to get – if you're at the website, you're a business no matter who you are. We're going to get you LaCroix, and you're going to sell LaCroix to help you have a better life. Yeah, that's what they're doing. They're turning C's to B's. That's what his website needs to be. So we need I to really change like the LaCroix. That. I do too. We need to really change the LaCroix website into turning individual human beings, just like you and me, and somehow get them LLC'd through LaCroix. How, that's where my mind went. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, websites should already be one page anyway. It's 2021. So you need to be one page and have no real links up there. It should be one page and be like, hey, how can we get you LLC'd? Let's get you incorporated. I think if I can go to Amazon and buy something with one click, why can't you LLC me with one click? Yeah. And I think LaCroix, I mean, like you said, they pioneered the, you said they pioneered something. Oh, like the influencer marketing. I think they should pioneer personal LLCs to create, make everyone, make everyone a an influencer. And, yeah. Make everyone an influencer. Now, it's, now you're not oh, even going to the influencer. Everyone that comes to you is an influencer. That reminds me of the plot of the Incredibles when Syndrome says, when everyone's super. You guys remember that? Vaguely. <laughs> no, I should watch that. Well, what, what Miles said is resonating with me, which is websites one page 2021. Yeah. Yeah. There shouldn't be much on there. There's too much going on. Now, they have a lot of 
they have a lot of gear. They got the pample moose t-shirts. They got a lot of baby clothes. Um, yeah, all sorts of swag. It almost feels like LaCroix as a, as a sparkling beverage is doing fine, but they have all this merch that they need to get rid of. And so the website is really trying to sell all of this adjacent merch. And maybe that's why it kind of looks like it's a mess because they have all of this stuff in stock that they need to get rid of that they're that that's just collecting dust right yeah. now yeah yeah then then put it on front put it on the front page let us know about it we have to do what we have to type it in and do one other click before we even know about it not successful yeah completely agree and if they've got all this merch which they probably do why not also try to get the the visitors to the website be retailers of the clothes yeah I think here's what I'm seeing. Here's what I'm imagining. First page, it says, boom, you're an LLC starting now. And there's a little click button. It's like, find out what you sell. <laughs> you click there. Yes! You go in. Then you see all these shirts, <laughs> all the LaCroix. You're like, damn, I sell quite a bit already. I need to get on it. Already, I have stock that I need to get rid of. So I think that's going to push LaCroix to yeah. get some stuff moving. Okay, so I like this uh business direction we've established i mean they could expand so fast with this yeah imagine how many people are visiting this site and becoming business owners yeah every single one there's a problem here though there's a problem that we're not talking about lacroix coconut oh yeah lacroix coconut it's it's a hole in the it's a hole in the wall it makes it breachable we got to do something about that it is yeah exactly exactly what is our angle gonna be how do we get this coconut frankly come (laughs) out of stock and not sell it anymore because i know zero people who enjoy Lacroix coconut and if you do enjoy Lacroix coconut let me know you know what okay a lot of people t- talk about how the LaCroix coconut tastes and smells like suntan lotion. Is it too hard to believe that maybe in the factory one day someone accidentally knocked some suntan lotion into the vat? It's not beyond possibility. Uh, yeah. I mean, when you think about what's going on at these factories that they make, there's so many things there. And, you know, every, every business in California now. So they're so close to a beach to suntan lotion. I, I, it seems to me like it's almost a guarantee that there's suntan lotion in. And they had to name something else coconut because of the taste it produced. So this is easy. We just put SBF something on, on LaCroix coconut yeah. bottles now. Yeah. And, it's, and it's not drinkable and it's actually sunscreen. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Regardless of whether this is true or not, just come clean with the, what what happened, which is that it's an accident, and they yeah. tried to cover it up. Yeah. But the public caught on, and so okay. Yeah, that adds to the alert. If I find out that like, oh, this was an accident, I'm gonna be way more excited to drink it. Um, yeah. I think going back, the best way to solve the problem, number one, let's stop making it. Then we see how much we got. What do we have to get rid of, and how do we get rid of it? By rebranding mm-hmm. it. Sure. By calling it an accident. Sure. By calling it undrinkable, which it is. Sure. We got to we gotta stop making it and then get it out. And LaCroix's voice on social media, I feel like the people who are promoting their voice, those people probably do what they want. 
So if you tell them don't drink LaCroix coconut, stop drinking this. If LaCroix put out a statement that says stop drinking this. Oh, no, that's not going to that's that's going to do the opposite. Exactly. And that's actually what we want. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that's that's too smart. That's way too. It's an idea. It's an idea. Yeah. Say then coconut might be the top selling flavor. And wouldn't that be a great problem? That's what you call a good problem. Yeah, I would love that problem. We have to re- we have to start making this again because it's the demand is so high. Pfft, love that problem. Yeah. Give me that problem. Another problem that I know that we have with the brand that Miles alluded to a little earlier was the pure, the Lacroix pure. Mm. <clears throat> it's just nothing. Like I was honestly a little surprised when you brought up coconut because I'm like at least it's it's trying to be something. Pure wow. is just. Like, I mean, Pure is a clever name for nothing. Yeah. Of all the things we need to stop making, I feel like that's first. Like, lime to me is bottom. That's neutral. Like, the the LaCroix nothing is lime. But to go less than that, to make like, hey, we got rid of all flavor. Now it's just, oh, what? It's, it's, it's absolutely nothing. So... I don't know. That's pure is what confuses me the most about what they're doing. Because, I mean, like we talked about earlier, it's the, all the designs and the colors, which we love. I think those are great, beautiful. Really, like you said, turned them around and got them up to that 30% um, market share. I think we lean, in, we lean into that. I mean, you look at what works, we lean into that. What's not working is a lack of that, which is this pure, which is, like I said, nothing. Put pure back in the air. Right. Get it out. Let it pour it all out. Let it evaporate. That's it. Yeah. Maybe if you pour a bunch of the pure out, it would alleviate greenhouse gases somehow. Let's go. Let's pour all the pure LaCroix into our oceans. That's what that's who needs it. And the fish would probably like it because those fish are swimming around in garbage. Yeah. And give them something a little bit different than all this dirty water. Here's some pure LaCroix. Little fizz. Miles, is pure better than dirty salt water? No. <laughs> oh. I would rather take a big gust of wind than drink a pure LaCroix. I, f- I feel like, yes, they can pour all the pure in the ocean. That, those, that will have benefits to the, to the environment. But they- it's what plants crave. Yeah, maybe it just becomes like for your garden. Yeah, I mean, if we're, oh my God. LaCroix is no longer just sparkling water. With the, I mean, with the Nicola, 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 with that, we're dipping into other kind of other market shares. If Pure is now plant fertilizer, Coconut is now SPF, tan lotion. Yes. I think they're smart to make a bunch. And then the things that don't click, shoot it off. Shoot it off to something else. Boom. Yeah. But don't just stop it. You already yeah. got the packaging. You already got the cool color. Just figure out what it is. It's not a drink. It's a suntan lotion or plant fertilizer. Yeah. Now, I think lemon is a pretty unanimous, unanimously panned flavor. Do we make that a baking extract? Is that the direction for lemon? Well, I don't know. I mean, I want to see their. I'd want to see their numbers to know what's not hitting well. Um, I mean, I can guarantee okay. that key lime and limoncello are bullshit, but the few others that like might 
like orange and tangerine. I'm like, those might stay. They're not my, not the flavor I want, but I can see them sticking around. The thing, like if lemon is doing well, I don't want to mess with it. But if it's okay. not, I think we make it, you know, we make it an extract to, to add to, add to baking things. That's, I think that's a great idea. And before we even put any of these out, we have to have a shoot off idea for every one of them. That's yes. success. I agree. That yeah. is success. You need to know what this is for. And if it's not for this, then it's definitely for this. Yes. You have a plan B, a surefire plan B for all of them. Let's just do it really quickly. I mean, even if we don't spend much time on it, let's take care of it now. So that's yeah. done. Can we easily okay. find, so, um, Thomas, can we easily find the, the yeah. numbers for which LaCroix sell? Oh, yeah. Let me look that up. I'm going to go in reverse order with the least popular. Okay. Peach pear dead last. Okay. Berry second to last. Coconut third to last. Peach fourth to last. Lemon fifth to last. Oh, man. We got two of those three set already. Yeah. Or two of those five. So mm. most important, peach pear. Peach pear. How do we solve that problem? Hmm. Um, peach pear. Maybe it's something that has to do with their, the two P's. Yeah. PP. P. PP. Yeah, is there a situation where we use urine for something? Yeah, drug tests. Oh my God. Oh, that's genius. yeah. That's Peach pear is the new solution to your potentially failed drug test. Come by LaCroix PP and you. <laughs> Yeah, this one, this one's for the dark web though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't think you can legally advertise selling fake urine. Well, everything starts somewhere, so I think there's a business to be had. That's a that's, that's a genius idea. Awesome. Okay, we got that covered. Great. That was fast. Yeah. Berry is Berry. the next. Berry and then peach. Berry. Okay. Berry. Berry. Maybe we just have Bill Hader. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Bill had that's, something about the show Barry. Oh yes. no way! Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. It's like maybe, my mind went there. Maybe we give it. Maybe it's. I was gonna say maybe it's just not advertised right. We keep it Barry. Obviously, spell it different. Add uh, an ad picture on top of it. We'll keep it a drink for now. I think there's a uh, an ad an ad connection ad campaign is a great idea to to make Barry work. Yeah. Okay, we got that covered. So it's probably just you know. Bill Hader's face or body on the can. Yep. Body, definitely. Yeah. Not face, body. <laughs> and it's spelled B-A-R-R-Y. Probably in the in the font of the great TV show. Yeah, yeah. So it, when people see it, it doesn't even look like LaCroix anymore. It's a berry drink. Yes. Oh, Barry has a seltzer. Barry has a beverage. That's weird. That's out of nowhere. I think I'm going to try this. Yeah, shoots up. Coconut, we just took care of. It's a sunscreen. Now, let's just figure out logistically how this works. So is it still in a can? Because that, that could be cool. You get the pleasure of cracking a can open, hearing that sound, and then just pouring it all over yourself. Instead of something you rub on yourself, you get to, like, shower in it. Yeah. I mean... We're already making the cans, so I think we stick to it. Um, everyone else is putting them in like these plastic bottles, which is not great. Not great for the environment. We keep it yeah. in these aluminum cans that can be easily be reused. 
I think it's easier easier to get on your body. I think you still keep it a little bit liquidy because you know it's hard to, when it's that viscous. It's hard to get over your body, so we keep it. Um, yeah, we keep it relatively unchanged, and it's easily easier to glaze your body with it. Yeah, maybe like uh, buttermilk consistency. Definitely the thickness. Hey, hey. <laughs> nice. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I think you keep it relatively unchanged. It'll have to be more viscous because we're gonna lean into, lean into what we need. But yeah, yeah, the can is a great idea. Yeah, but that's fun. I've never opened a can like a soda can and then something thick came out of it. And that's what you're missing. Something Miles said earlier was that it's re <laughs> that it's reusable, and I think that I think that we should encourage you know like coconut LaCroix refilling stations so you can just keep using the same bottle over and over again or the same can over and over again. Yeah. And then maybe yeah. there's a way for you to close up, you know, close up the lid somehow. You know, that's looking down the, the pipe. But. Yeah. I mean, like we said, we stopped making them. And they're like, okay, we have this amount we needed to get into the hands of this amount of people. This is how you use your suntan lotion. So now the focus of LaCroix coconut is like we have – we have 4 million left in the world. We got to make sure 4 million people, wherever, this is the way they use their, their suntan lotion. And then when we get that 4 million and one, they're like, hey, well, I want one. Boom, production kicks back up. Now we're making money, babies. Yeah, and in terms of how you would uh, reseal it, I assume just the refilling station has a resealing station, and then you just, like, it suctions up the can and then makes it so you can open the can again. I don't know how you engineer that, but that's not for us to figure yeah. out. We buy an old bank that has those suction things, and then we'll just, you know, it'll shoot those down. Yes. Just, like, top them, yeah. You know what I'm talking about with the old, the, uh, like, the banks that have those tube things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You mm-hmm. drive your car up, you have your LaCroix, your empty LaCroix can, you shoot your LaCroix <laughs> can up the tube, and it fills it. Yeah. You see it, and then it stops yeah. 10 feet in the air. Yeah. Yes. Mid-pipe. Mid-pipe. Yeah, an arm extends down through the pipe. Seal, seal. Yeah. And then it, you get your Ken back. Yeah. Also, So this is perfect. We could just use this at, uh, at banks. The technology already exists. Yeah. Banks we can have, just have banks yeah. also fill up sunscreen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. So that's taken care of the next flavor is peach well i uh i want to mention about peach it's not on their website wow like maybe let me double check but i'm i'm pretty sure it's not on their website what are they already doing about peach yeah maybe they're a step ahead of us here i will say this graph that i'm looking at is from 2018 so they've probably already done away with it well i mean that was at their peak it sounds like because they haven't been doing better since then true i mean they have peach pear maybe that was their solution to peach and then like we see in the graph people hated that even more yeah i guess the the question becomes so they already got rid of peach is there is that the end of it do they they probably still have some left over they probably still have the cans left over i mean I, i imagine they still have the cans left over um i think they're a step ahead of us with the plan we had of like yeah we have to stop making it Step one. I feel like they stopped making it, and now they're in the they're in the spot where like, what do we do with it? So I think if I, if yeah. we're gonna jump in and fix this problem for them, what's our pitch for Peach? What do we want out of it? Yeah, because I think we have some leverage here. Pitch the Peach. Pitch the Peach. 
you just dump it. You throw it away and (laughs) forget about it. (laughs) That's the whole new influencer campaign is we get videos of all these Instagram influencers pouring out their peach. Everyone pours out their peach. Done. The cans are a collector's item. You send all your leftover peach cans to the top influencers. Yeah. Okay, then it's lemon. So we talked about maybe some sort of cooking extract mm. for baking. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know if this fits with lemon, but I've had this on my mind. I just want to pitch it. Maybe there's a better flavor for this idea. But um I mean I wanna make I want we were talked about like the coconut, like something thick comes out of it. I want pancake batter in one of these. So if we can get, I mean, if, if lemon's got to be the one to sacrifice to switch into pancake batter, sure. I don't know. I, that leave that idea for, for whatever it best fits for, but no, I think it's lemon. I mean, I've had worse. I think there are worse flavors for a pancake than lemon, lemon pancake batter. But then, so then they would just use all of the lemon vat. I'm sure they have a vat of lemon LaCroix. They just turn that into pancake batter. Yeah. It could work. Yeah. I mean, I've had I've had lemon-flavored pancakes before, and I think they taste pretty good. So if we start out with something like that flavor in the mixture, we can, like, put a little bit of lemon in all of the, like, yes. first million batches of this pancake batter. And over time, it tastes a little less lemon and more like, oh, no, this is pancake batter. You're right. So we rename it and just start making it. You know what? Maybe instead of pancakes, we stick with the... French sound of LaCroix and it's crepe batter. Oh, definitely. How different is a crepe to a pancake? I know thickness comes into play, but is the girth the only defining thing? I don't know if this is a totally different thing, but the way you eat them, like in a in a crepe, you put a bunch of shit in it, roll it up, at least that's my experience. Then you can either cut it or eat it. Mm-hmm pancake is you put all the shit on top of it and then that's how you you get at it i think the i'm gonna also agree with miles i think the batter is thinner in crepe batter yeah pancakes i don't think require any toppings whereas like crepes you almost need them yes Mm -hmm. it's part of the deal you assume you're gonna get some you could use the crepe idea but you would have to cut the can in half or you'd have to separate the can and you'd have to put filling into part of the can. And so then you could have like the yo, you know, like the, the yo play yogurt plus topping and you just flip the topping into the Ooh. yogurt. You guys know what I'm talking about there? Yeah. You guys oh, yeah. That? We already have a solve for that. The banks. You go to the banks and they can refill your <laughs> toppings while you're getting your suntan lotion. I think we, we LaCroix corporate buys out some of these banks in every major city and you have you have your station to refill press one if you'd like to make a deposit or withdrawal press two if you'd like to get your sunscreen refilled press three if you're looking for some crepe fillings yeah it rolls off the tongue to me i was just because i think it's press three for more topping press four for more batter for more crepe batter yeah we gotta allow that yeah, or press five for a mix of 50-50. No. Press seven to talk to an operator. <laughs> press eight to talk to a LaCroix representative. And then press nine to clean the tube. Press nine to, or press zero to hear your options again. <laughs> yeah. Star six, seven to figure out who was just here. <laughs> That's great. You're adding social to it. Yeah. 
it's a this bank is now a community which i guess they already are but then you can have people making crepes together if they're lonely yeah star six seven who was the last person here and what did they get oh they made a deposit i don't want to talk to them <laughs> yeah but do we give out do we give addresses out if if they want if people want them if if they're both maybe if they both do the exact same crepe refill or suntan lotion refill you know you give them a clue to the person's address that's what it is yeah i drive up i press three and four correct me if i'm wrong to get more crepe and more crepe toppings i press three four star six seven and i figure out i got my crepe stuff guy last guy here also got crepe stuff i i gotta know this person you and then only when you match the same numbers as the person who went before you does the automated voice say this person lives at yeah yeah so you kind of yeah. have to be compatible you have to be compatible yeah. yeah yeah okay guys so i think we've taken care of what to do with their bottom five flavors i want to bring up something that's serious and it's the fact that People are curious about what's in LaCroix. When I Google LaCroix, I get Mm. some videos. Mm -hmm. What's really in it? And because of the FDA's policy, you don't have to disclose what is in those natural flavors. Do we address that curiosity that prevents their business from truly exploding? I mean, I I jump to yes. Anytime I hear a dissenter of... LaCroix, they talk about linalool, which is, it's like a chemical that is used in cockroach killer. But here's a, here's a statement. LaCroix admits that it contains an ingredient that's also found in cockroach insecticide. But they're saying just because an ingredient is in cock, uh, cockroach insecticide, there's no radon in LaCroix. They're just saying, yes, there is an ingredient that is also shared in yes. you're not drinking cockroach poison. It it makes me think of like chocolate for dogs. Like chocolate is like poison to dogs. Yes. But us, we can have it and we're fine. So is is this is this linalool yes. thing something that we really should be worried about? It's like if it's in this if it's poison to cockroaches, that doesn't mean it's harmful at all to us. Does it sound gross? Correct. Sure, but. I like this. And then on our one-page website, at the bottom of it, it explains how dogs, like you just said, can't have chocolate. That doesn't mean we shouldn't have chocolate. No. Is a dog eating chocolate going to keep you from having chocolate? Then LaCroix is not for you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Say that right away. (laughs) Maybe you sell t-shirts that say, what, you don't eat chocolate? And then on the back of the shirt, it says, linalool is safe. On the front, it says, what, do you not eat chocolate? The back says, then LaCroix is not for you. Love that. Add that to our merch site. Then you kind of got to have a chocolate flavor. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, if if that's going to be a big marketing thing. Should there... Oh, this is getting way too into it. No, it's not. I'm thinking about conventions for all these new LaCroix LLCs. Okay. Where you can get these people together and get them connected. LaCroix Con? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Or just Croy Con. Croy Con? Oh. Yeah. That sounds like a villain's name. It does. It does. LaCroix, but, the TV show oh, with Croy Con, the villain. Man. It just sounds like, oh, what's that What's that show that had all the, the bears with the different like designs on their stomachs? Not Teletubbies. Care Bears? Care Bears. Yeah. Like LaCroix is going to be like the new Care Bears. Yeah. 
LaCroix. With all their flavors. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, a good idea. All Like a LaCroix TV show with the villain, Croycon. Um, but in this show, you actually like the villain. Yeah. You're rooting for the villain. Yeah. He's an he's an antihero. Yes, like Barry. Yes, 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 yes. Maybe we could get we could talk to Bill Hader. Who knows? I think the way you do this is you introduce Croy <laughs> Croycon into Barry. Ooh. So Croycon is a you know recurring character on yeah. Barry season four. So really, the show is an offshoot of Barry. Called yes. Croycon, yes, yeah, it could be called Croycon, and then, then, yeah, because it's a spinoff of a hugely successful Emmy award-winning show, then we're already, we've already got our foot in the door. Yeah, it should be on HBO. That kind of show, yeah. there'll be nudity, lends itself more to the anti-hero theme. Yeah, and then at the end of every episode, Croycon looks right into the camera and says, "Come to Croycon 2021." Yeah. Or whatever the year it is. Yeah. At the end of every episode? <laughs> Maybe in the middle of every episode and at the end, just okay. in case you don't make it to the end. Yeah. <laughs> let's do, yeah, let's do beginning, middle, and end. Because the episodes are going to be long? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. it's like an hour-long drama. And in the beginning, <laughs> middle, and end, we get a straight-to-camera shot from Croycon <laughs> saying, come to Croycon 2021. Really, no matter what it is, yeah. what year it is, he should say 2021. <laughs> and you adjust the year. You adjust the year in your head. You know what he means when he says 2021. Yeah, you know what he's talking about. We all we all kind of feel bad for him because he's a robot, so he doesn't have the technology to adjust the year. Yeah. So it gives him some yeah. more charm. It's like the Y2K situation mm. where he can't. His numbers don't go higher in 2021. <laughs> he short circuits and has to say 2021. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to write this email. Yeah. I'm I've got I'm enough Jones ideas. And, yeah. I'm Jones okay. to get this on paper. <laughs> nice. So, we have to address Croy. We, we have do. to. <laughs> I was just going to call LaCroix Croycon. <laughs> Which it maybe is a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> True. We, we first address them as Croycon and then we explain through the email what why we did that okay yeah so we start with hello croycon and then maybe <laughs> yeah. oh let me go back in time a little bit so you understand <laughs> yeah. what i'm saying oh man it's like a berry episode <laughs> the whole letter yes what a thriller back in 2021 you were losing market share to sparkling ice private labels and coke and pepsi and your website sucked so we came in and did you a solid of racking our brains on what you should do overhauling your website flavor issues new streams of revenue all the above yeah. so there's a lot to cover how many people does Lacroix employ you know yeah and then maybe we let we either let them respond we leave it as rhetorical and then we say, how about 8 billion? Yeah. Yes. How about everyone? Yeah. How about everyone works for LaCroix? Yeah. What do we mean by that? Let's go back. <laughs> yeah. Let me... <laughs> this is, sorry, CroyCon again. <laughs> yeah. There's several loops in this email. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so I think that would be, let's go forward yeah. to CroyCon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Enter 2022. CroyCon is... Hit show on HBO Max. Yes. 
hit show on HBO Max and convention that's rocking all the convention centers across the country. Oh, yeah. Where business leaders get together and discuss LaCroix strategy. Yeah. It's a it's a business convention for LLC'd LaCroix, LaCroix salespeople. It's to swap ideas and strategies to make LaCroix stronger. Then they'll probably be thinking, wait, what are these LLCs they're talking about? So then at this point, we go, okay, rewind back back. to 2021. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I like that we keep jumping between 2021 and 2022. (laughs) So your website, remember how we said it sucked? We could even jump back again in time to the top of the email where we say your your website sucks. Yeah. Jump back to one minute ago where you read at the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We realize that people aren't buying LaCroix from your website, but you sell it on your website. What? Why don't you make it so just like how you can order things through Amazon in one click, just by going to LaCroix.com, you become an LLC. And on Amazon, you can buy things in one click. At LaCroix.com, you sell things without one click. What does LLC mean? Licensed LaCroix. It means La LaCroix, baby. La LaCroix. But they are also employed. We need to make that really clear. I mean, their website now, as we've said, it's either going to have the homepage of starting now, you are an LLC button that's clickable that says, here's what, come see what you sell. It either goes there or it goes straight to their dashboard where they see they're behind. Yeah, then the email should fast forward to 2022 again to explain the bank. Fast forward to 2022 where you visit banks and can refill all of your favorite LaCroix items, such as, then I think we go through our new products, which were yeah. the, um, the suntan lotion, the... Um, the crepes. The crepes. Um, the mix, mix and, and the toppings. PP can. Yeah, you can get it at the bank. PP. So yeah, we we explain all of old 50s bank technology is being repurposed and reintroduced and being used to facilitate all these new LaCroix products. And we explain the products like they already know them. So that can set us up to maybe say, what are these products we're talking about? Let's rewind back to 2021. Yes where we looked at your five least popular flavors and realized what you could do with the leftover cans and beverage that mm. you shouldn't use. Yeah. We're not cutting your losses. We're repurposing the the weak leg of LaCroix. Yeah. Repurposing them into gains. Mm-hmm. Until we have that beautiful problem of them being the top selling items at LaCroix.com. That's right. Yep. So... Here are the bottom five flavors in reverse order and what we're doing with them. Peach pear, you got to use the fact that it's a PP flavor. So what's the logical thing to do? A PP can. You know, you buy it so you can use that urine in a drug test. Four, berry. Where do most people's minds go when they hear berry? The HBO show starring Bill Hader. Berry. Obviously. You- we repackage it as basically a whole new drink. Yep. It's the same drink, but it's got Barry's body on the can. He's got a pretty good body. Yeah. 
Coconut, number three. Everyone thinks it smells and tastes like suntan lotion. Probably because it is suntan lotion and you just haven't come clean yet. Let's come clean, LaCroix. Yeah, distill it down. It's the consistency of buttermilk. Kind of looks like buttermilk. And then we say congrats, Miles. (laughs) Yeah. That's on the can. It's in the ingredients. Buttermilk, parentheses, congrats, Miles. (laughs) Yep. End parentheses. Two, peach. Pitch the peach. Peach, Mm -hmm. peach, peach. Pitch the peach. That's right. I mean, at its core is us getting rid of peach, but... It's, it's getting rid of peach repackaged as a huge social media viral campaign where yeah. everyone's going to be jumping on every huge social media influencer. Cristiano Ronaldo, Ariana Grande, I see all of them jumping on this. Exactly. Absolutely. It's, it's a thing that I don't see a lot, and that's companies coming clean with the fact that they messed up. Domino's kind of did it when they decided to reformulate their recipe. They made that part of their ad campaign. So that's what this is. We're pitching peach because we know it sucks. Yeah. And every time a business has done that, they've been able to turn around. This is a great, great choice. Nobody expects businesses to be honest. So when you do it, change change the game. Lemon, this one's simple. You turn it into, (laughs) what do people think of when they hear lemon? Crepes. (laughs) Obviously, you make lemon LaCroix into one of those kind of yogurt and granola combinations where you there are two separate parts. The bottom part would be crepe batter, and then the top part would be some sort of sweet lemon filling. And this is what gave us the idea to use the suction technology that banks used to use, because how else would you refill these cans when you <laughs> I mean, there are other ways, but what's as easy as going to a bank drive through and using the suction technology that's already available? And uh, I think that's a lot of information for you to digest, LaCroix. So we're going to jump to 2026 now. And here's part of our address and phone number if you want to know more. Yes. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, that feels good. Denny, you have any last thoughts to add to this? No. I mean, my only last thoughts are, you know, I want to get in the room with LaCroix and start making these things happen. All right. Well, I think we've done it again. Thank you so much for helping us, Miles, and joining us. Of course. Is there anything you want to plug? Uh, Not really. All I'm doing is school, so I don't really have anything to plug. Eventually, I may have a play, Uh so... I guess look on Facebook if I eventually have a play that you can see, maybe. We'll just say no. Okay. Well, everyone, we'll see you at CroyCon 2021. Hell yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. That was Great Samaritans. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Great Samaritans Pod or email us at greatsamaritanspod at gmail.com. If you like being a great Samaritan yourself, rate and review us on iTunes. Bye-bye. Consider yourself vertically integrated. Boom. That was synergy. Attention, check. Interest, check. Desire, check. Action, checkmate. Thank you for passing the briefcase. Thank you for telling me your end game. Everyone, turn to slide five.
Dow Jones.